Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode number, what are we on? 800, let me guess, 13, 813, fix it in post, uh, of Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in human history. Can't believe we're here for 813 weeks. Yes, it's true. No weeks off. I am Joan Egron, along with in-studio executive Moonbeam Amy is right here. Hello. Hello. So... What's the what's the good news? I'm not doing math anymore. Look at that. That's good. That's the good news. I'm out of the math biz. That's awesome. I was never in the math biz. I wouldn't want to be in it. No. It's, it's complicated business. Nothing but crying and frown lines. Yeah. So welcome, everyone. This is Smart Wrestling Fan. We'll tell you about the wrestling of the week like we've been doing since, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. I don't it know. Seems like I'm the wrong person now. So long I think time we've learned. Long time ago, in this galaxy right here, <clears throat> this one. Yeah. Well, there's some right here. Don't you tell me no lies. Burp, 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 burp. Okay, so um, yeah. Boy, oh boy, boy, this week in wrestling, we had mm-hmm. the most. We had the most amazing tribute show I've seen. Yeah. For a with AEW for for Brody Lee, mm-hmm. we had. Wrestle Kingdom nights one and two just wrapped up, Ugh. and um, I won't spoil that for anyone. No, no, no. I'm no, just no. gonna say you need to watch that because WWE this week was the the crappiest it's been in a in quite a while. Yeah, they phoned in SmackDown and Raw this week, mm-hmm. and we will tell you every detail about Yay. how wonderful those shows were. So stick around for that, plus more. Um, but uh, first, we want to say thank you to everyone that listens to the show. Thank you to our supporters, our Patreon patrons, our extra subscribers, all the people that help support the show. Because there's a lot that goes into this show that the people not, might not realize. Mm-hmm. Five million hours a week of wrestling watching. Yes. Note taking. Mm-hmm. Diligent note taking. Yes. Is that what they call that? Yes. <clears throat> and um, it's a lot of work. And then we talk about it. And then we have to have a coherent and intelligent view on it, too. When are we going to do that part? Well, I've been doing that for years. I don't know when anyone else is going to oh, step up. Oh, okay. But Thanks. You, you, I'll remember that in a few you, hours. You set me up for that. Uh. Oh, my God. Um, and so, <laughs> and, and Larry's not here to defend himself. He's still fighting off the COVIDs. Yeah, well. You know. He sounds better. He does. That's good. I mean, he still sounds like him, so yeah, it's not that great, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you to all our supporters, but we also um, would appreciate it if you go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan or smartwrestlingfan.com and sign up and become a subscriber. Because it's only $5 a month, whether you get it through the website an extra or you get it through Patreon. It's the same content. You just two ways to get it, whatever. But the point is, get it, and then you get the show first before anybody else. Mm-hmm. You get back access to tons of stuff. And then, you know, whenever we do any exclusive stuff, which, you know, COVID kind of ground that and Larry disappearing kind of ground that down a little bit at, at the end of the year. But expect in 2021, this year is, mm-hmm. by the way, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, <clears throat> but in 2021, you know, when Larry gets better, whenever that is, could Sometime. take years. We hope it's not years. Um you know, expect we have all kinds of projects in the works, so we always do. But anyway, um, my point is this. Um, uh, just go do those things. Go so do I have the- two things that I want to say. 
One is related to this. Oh, go for it. Do you want to talk about the package you received in the mail? Oh, a very nice listener of ours. Um, I don't know what he wants to go by, though. Oh, Mr. Bentley. Okay. George Jefferson's neighbor. Okay. Mr. Bentley from from the UK. He would come over and give George Jefferson uh, Tongan massage parlor. Oh, okay. He would walk all over his back. Gotcha. When his back went out. That was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And then he'd tell a really long story and people would fall asleep. Whatever. Right. But anyway, um, <clears throat> our good friend Mr. Bentley from overseas um, sent me two of the... I wish I would have wrote down which one it was. It must be Nick, right? I don't know. It was a buck. Two. It was a buck. He sent me two UK versions of the wrong... Uh, they're the wrong size of AEW figures. Because they have the metric system. Oh, yes. No, I'm just You told me that joke yesterday, and I fell for it again today. Oh, my God. I was going to say, don't insult him. He gave us something. They're the same size. I'm joking. (laughs) But, yeah, he he sent me, he found in his local store, Pentagon Junior. Awesome. And he found Nick Buck. Very cool. That's Nick Jackson. So, I'm still looking for... Andrew Jackson? Is that yes. it? But Michael first, Jackson? before we, we talk about what else we're looking for, we could thank Mr. Bentley. I'm going to, but my point is, which is the buck that I'm still looking for? I, Matt. I don't know. Maybe he sent me Nick. Matt. I don't know. Crap. No, it I doesn't matter. They're the anyway, same. The point is this. Thank you, Mr. Bentley. And I, I already thanked him personally, but I'm, I'm going to thank him on the show too. Um, but he also stuffed the package this is filled the with UK chocolates. Okay, so... Long long story, even longer. Um, when I used to play Fantasy Star, and everybody knows I play Fantasy Star Forever, Spread Needle, all that stuff. But I used to play Fantasy Star on the 360. That was Fantasy Star Universe, and it's an online game you play. And you, you're aliens or whatever, robots, the magic users, humans. You'd be all the different species, mm-hmm. and you go around and you kill stuff, and you get loot, and you just play, and you get level up and you have fun and you get better gear and stuff like that well i used to play with these two guys on the xbox 360 from the uk and they always used to say to me we should send you we'd talk about candy and how much we love candy and how they have better candy and they'd always say to me you should we should send you oh we're gonna send you a big box of chocolate and this you're gonna get the the dairy milk bars and the the crunchies crunch and whatever oh, the, the orange crunch and oh. whatever whatever the things are that are really good they're like the Cadbury this and that mm-hmm. I'm gonna send you that to the um, the cream egg twists and all that and I'm like that sounds orange Dinkler phones or whatever mm-hmm. I don't know what these names are rinky dinky doo candy mm-hmm. super crispies yeah bottle robbies yeah special robbies. No, those are from, That's New, from Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're going to send you all this candy, and I was always excited. About it. And then they never did. Yeah. We played for years, but Mr. Bentley did. But Mr. Bentley's awesome because he actually did it. So thank you for fulfilling that dream of mine I've had since the whenever that was. And a dream like, I didn't even know I had yeah. until today when I bit into the chocolate orange one. Oh my I wish God. I knew the name because chocolate orange is my favorite combination. Oh my God, that was amazing. And then I had one of the little crunch. Was it called Crunchy Bites? Bottle Robbie crisps. I don't know. I don't but know. stuck in my teeth, so I'm going to taste it forever. Oh, mm. so good! So thank you very much, Mister. I don't. I, I could give a rip about the AEW figures. I know uh, the you chocolates. Only the amazing. Candy. The candy was basically packed and I don't even material. like chocolate that much. It's amazing. I it, it's so good, and I always knew that because I would once in a while I would go to like what's it called? Not Pier One. The other place. Plus plus. 
like cost plus world market and i would mm-hmm. go like oh i'm gonna get a special uk candy bar for three dollars right. or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like well you can't sustain your, you can't keep buying that. It's too expensive and this was way before amazon and whatever this was like you know yeah decades ago and i would go to and then the, like the one time i went to uh disney world in florida i was like oh my god epcot i can get this this uk mm-hmm. candy bar and it was very exciting to me we used to have a tim tams hookup but that guy got beaten up by a kangaroo <laughs> or something i heard about that yeah <laughs> the kangaroo kangaroo jack punched him and took all his money or something yeah now he's a koala he's but the like, other oh, thing different. i wanted to say because you were talking yeah. about all the other content and we used to do something called <clears throat> excuse me smart wrestling fan after dark after dark yeah where i could swear all the time yeah yeah which i miss i do miss yeah, after course. dark i don't have time for it right now but yeah. i do miss it but someone <laughs> who shall remain nameless it was two people it wasn't just someone two two ones who shall remain nameless because i cannot remember their names otherwise i'd throw them under the bus I remember both of them said that i swore on last week's show and they had to go back and re-listen and re-listen and re-listen until they can. They determined that they both just heard Imagined some it. phantom swearing. I did not swear on the show. I want to swear on the show. Yeah. I got it. I'm sorry. I was distracted by blowing a soda well, can was, on a podcast. Was, like, you know, in the top part of the can, mm-hmm. you get like, there's dirt in there. Yeah. It seriously looked like there was a piece of cat litter in there. And I'm Could still going to drink this. Lucy gets around. That's it. She's really um, sad on this. But. but anyway, they falsely accused me of swearing. If I'm going to swear, I'm not going to swear under my breath. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm, the thing. I'm a loud and plus, proud swearer. Plus, you would have had to then go against character and do it like that, and then I would have had to not notice, which and is then not somehow likely. edited into the show. Yeah. So when I heard that this these accusations, yeah, I was like, this can't My be. My character right. has, I like, I should, I could have filed um, character assassination a suit. thing. Yeah. The sound, sweet sounds of samurai cola. Available now. You know that Samurai Cola is going to outlast that game. The Cyberpunk. Oh, Cyberpunk, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Okay, do we have wrestling to talk about? We do, but uh, I just wanted to talk about other things first because that's usually the fun part. Um, wrestling's not the fun part. So um, <clears throat> let's go to the news. And today's news is brought to you by um, We Need a New Computer. Ah, that's yes, what it's brought we to do. You by because <clears throat> people might say, Remember we had that computer drive fund? Mm-hmm. Yes, we 25 did. 25 years ago? That was nine years ago. That was in 2012. We're in 2021. So nine years later, usually computers last, what, like four or five years? Maybe six, seven, you can get out of them. Eight, usually. Would you believe probably eight? Probably not. Would you believe eight? Probably not. Would you believe nine? Usually not. Would you believe 10? No. So um, when we try to do stuff, it, you know, kicks up the fans it starts grinding to a halt it gets really bad and it has a bad this is said this for months now service recommended on the battery and it's about to explode or something so that's hot that's great so that's not good um so anyway uh so yeah so we would like to uh start a new computer fund um and that's we'll do the tally we opened it up. We pre-opened it up last week. Mm-hmm. Zero takers. Wow. Zero dollars raised. It was awfully close to Christmas. I know. And zero dollars raised. And now we're in a new year. Yes. Where all of a sudden people are rich. Yes. Everything reset. Yeah. Because of the number. 
COVID must have went away. Mm-hmm. I think it's still out there. Um, I'm, I'm peeking out the window. I still see it. I do too. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and so that was my secret way to burp. It was very loud though. And then you said it anyway. Well, because you could hear it. I couldn't. Excuse me. Burp. So what you do is go to smartwrestlingfan.com, scroll to the bottom of the page. There's a PayPal link on there, and you click on it. Then you make up the amount. Maybe they did, and maybe they made up the amount of zero. So maybe you have like a million million people do that, but they just all put zero in. Okay, you have to put more than that. But here's what you do. You you donate, and then... um, that's it. We we well, every week on the show we'll we'll say the amount. We'll like ring a bell or something, or I'll just say the amount. I don't think we're ring a bell. Zero dollars. So, yeah. and I looked at I looked at them. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere around twenty four twenty four ninety nine. We need a computer. thermometer thing to fill in. That'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. We've done that before. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll make a thermometer thing. But the point is, yeah. And not no, not twenty four dollars ninety nine cents. I wish I wish it was that cheap. Who said that? I don't know. It's only know. us here, so I'm not really sure who else would have chimed in. But um, yeah, it's a, it's like almost twenty five hundred dollars for if you want to get the good one. You can get a cheapo one for like thirteen hundred bucks. It's Do not you gonna, want it's not your smart wrestling right. fan run on a cheapo computer? No. It's as, bad um, enough. It's run on a dinosaur. It's true, as Bob Barker would say, El Cheapo. You'd huh? say that. El Cheapo. So, okay. That's it. I just want to tell people that this show's brought this week is brought to you by We Need a New Computer. And we're gonna to have to say this every week until it's if it's fulfilled. So if you just want to shut us up, then just years. donate the full yeah. amount right now. Yeah, and you can do that, and that's fine. We'll give you a, something really special, like a wing and something Wing in a prayer. Wing in it. No, the wing in the Hall of Fame or a wing in the. I don't know. We'll it's do not something. Wrestling fan headquarters. Trust me, it would be worth it if you yeah. did that. We would give make sure. Um, they can have the laundry room. I can give you like, like. A, well, no, we already have the Mister Bentley laundry room because of the chocolate. Oh, that's true. So that's the the under the stairs closet. That's like the, Harry Potter. The Harry Potter closet, but but less. Horrible. Basically, it would just be hanging plaque, and we would say that this is your section. That's all. Yeah. You're never actually allowed to visit it. No. Maybe once. No. But that's a maybe. It's after we move out. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. We'll leave the plaque up for the next people. Um, Okay. So uh, let's do the ratings. Uh, Oh, boy. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.7 million viewers. So it's about the same Mm -hmm. week after week. It's not good. But it's better than their lowest rating of all time of 1.5 million. Which we um, might revisit that. Wow. We just, I think we won't simply because, because of the allure of yeah. Legends. Because last night's was the Legends Raw and that rating is not out yet. But holy crap, that show sucked. We'll talk about that later. Uh, SmackDown Live on Fox scored 1.9 million viewers. That is for okay for Fox, that's bad. For the fact that the week before they had 3.3 million viewers, <laughs> that's really? bad. And people could say, oh, it's, but it's New Year's. It's not New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Day. Yeah, it's true. What are you doing on New Year's Day? Nothing. So 1.9 million viewers for Fox is poopy. Yeah. They usually get 2.5 million. That's not good. So, wow, I wonder why. That's, if I had, was there a football game on? I don't even know what was on because wouldn't it usually be on Fox? But here's the other thing. Um, if I'm a casual viewer, 
Mm-hmm. And I saw some of those segments on there, especially the one with the... Street Profits? Street Profits and Dolphin Rude. Oh, that was so bad. I would turn it off, and, and if that was like on my DVR, I would delete it, and I would make sure I never recorded it again. I would throw it, it in again. that fire. I think I said that today. I think I tweeted... I No, I texted octopus mask and let me read the my exact quote and it wasn't about that smackdown but you could apply it to there i said i wish i could throw legends raw in a dumpster and set it on fire and never have to watch wwe ever again yeah that's what i said is that how you convince him to be on the next show yes we'll see the worse it is then it's more entertaining to review so then that's how i lure him back here i see so help me <laughs> so um yeah and then the other ratings um aw versus nxt aw was the Brody lee tribute show nxt was nxt which is never anything right good it's always a lie because they every week they announce it's live it never is the fans aren't real none of it's re- nothing about you're NXT not is real, real man anymore. right exactly well would you believe there was a four hundred thousand viewer difference between AEW and NXT. No. Neither would I, but AEW had almost a million viewers. They had 977,000 viewers, which wow. is great. NXT had 586,000 viewers. Oof. Has it ever been that low that you can remember? I, I wouldn't be the person to ask. Math, I forgot. Um, it's not math. It's, it's not. Just it's just memory. numbers. But, oh, I thought it's it just was number related. Remembering things. No, it's just Four. Memory. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Well, that's fun. I'm, I'm just... Four. Move on. Yeah. Um, 586,000 <laughs> is not a good number. No, it's not. No. So. And again, one could argue, well, those NXT fans liked Brody Lee a lot or whatever, so they tuned into AEW. That's usually not how these numbers work with Mm-mm. these two shows. It's usually, well, NXT's got nothing going on. We don't care to watch it. And they've been in coast mode for quite a while. Right. And again, it doesn't help that their shows aren't live. Everything feels really stale in that dark cube they call Capital Wrestling Center. It's just awful. Mm-hmm. So that's great. But anyway, that's uh, that's your ratings. Uh, news bits and rumors. Not much to talk about because it was all the holiday stuff and we, you know, all the, the thing and the stuff and the things and a lot of it's just with news within the shows. But Ring of Honor and Marty Skrull have parted ways, which is weird because. They, Skrull hasn't done anything for them forever. Since this little scandal? Since the scandal, he wasn't Booker anymore. The head Booker was delirious still. Mm-hmm. Um, the, he wasn't on in, in ring talent. On He wasn't on screen talent. He was nothing. So why they waited this long? I don't know. To mention it? I don't know, but I guess they're, they're, they're going New Year. When the pandemic's over, we need really need to get you know people's eyes on Ring of Honor, which yeah. they they did that the big pay per view and it was I heard it was really good. I didn't see it. Right. Again, we don't usually cover Ring of Honor, um, and I was kind of shunning them because of the whole scroll thing yes. too. So this could only be a good thing. So they're unshunned, but we're still not going to go cover. Now, all that being said, WWE wants them. Oh my God. They can have him team up with Velveteen Dream. And Austin Theory. Yeah. Yep. They want him because he was never charged with anything. He has no criminal record. Right. Well, that means you're innocent. 
Yep, that's how the world works, right? Um, so yeah, of course they do. They want to sign him to an NXT contract as soon as possible. So good job. Another reason why I don't want to watch NXT, and he's not even on there yet. Love it. It's so good. But anyway, that's uh, that's basically it. We should talk about the shows this week. Yeah. I'm going to start with AEW Dynamite as the special Brody Lee tribute episode. Celebrate the life of John Huber or Huber, depending on who you ask. We should just ask his wife. That's, Probably, that's yeah. the answer. Even on Desperate Housewives, Martha, Huber it's Martha both ways, Huber right? and Martha well, Huber. And also her name. Was, but, yes, yes, yes. But seriously, though, yeah, it was Huber and some people pronounced it Huber, which in real life, that's what happened. So that's... Yeah. It's fine that the characters did that. But um, regardless, we're going to call him Brody Lee. We don't need to say his real name because, right. you know, everybody knows him as Brody Lee. So, um, but oh, JR says it's something. You know what that means? I think he said it's Wednesday, but in my, in my, in my memory, I want to say he said it's Tuesday because he's an idiot. But yeah. no, he, I'm sure he said it's Wednesday. But um, <clears throat> so that's nice. But wow, this is where you really realize they have a big roster. Everyone's on stage. Yeah. It's all hands on deck. Holy crap, do they have enough talent for two shows? Oh, yes, they absolutely Maybe do. two and a half, but wow. Everybody's on stage. Everybody's out there. Tony Khan's out there. All the wrestlers, all the everybody's. Um, Brody's wife, Amanda, and their, their kids are out there. And the, the mm-hmm. little Brody Jr. is in a Dark Order mask. And they call him Negative One. And that's what they've been mm-hmm. calling him, you know, if you've, if you've been watching any of this stuff online. It's, He's minus one. So, mm. yeah. And then they do the 10 bell salute. And then at nine, idiots in the crowd start chanting early because they can't count. count. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Florida. So, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry to any of our listeners in Florida. We know you're not dumb, but, well, you know, it's Florida. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we get these candid videos all night. This one's John Moxley saying, Ugh. talking about how Brody loved being a dad and wrestling was just his job. And then he would always say, no, Mox, wait till you have kids. Mox mm-hmm. would be like, I don't, I don't care about that. Get out of here. I love wrestling. And he, he knew he was going to, you know, that Mo- that Brody was going to be right one day. And he says, "And you know, this is, this is what wrestling is. We all, something like this happens. We're a big family. We all come together. And it's, it's just a really sad, yeah. sad. It's, it's, it's really nice that, that someone did this. Yes. Because let me tell you, WWE didn't do anything. No, they, they did. did their typical yes. in memory of blank at the beginning of their their shows this week. Yep. When it's anyone else, if they're if they last were in WWE, they'll play a video right. on the shows. But their stupid rules mm-hmm. a guy they had there for ten years. Was he there that long? He was there that long. Because remember, her, uh, the the Wyatt family started, and he was something before that in NXT. So I guess it goes back to OVW. So yeah, yeah, it's, I didn't realize long. he was there that long. It's a long time. Jeez. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm not trying to start a fight between you know AEW fans, WWE fans, but it just shows me. You know, with WWE's stupid rules and their stupid ways, that's it makes me kind of sad. But uh, whatever. Oh, but did you know WWE put a thing on their YouTube channel? That's not TV, so right. guess what? That's what they think. So yeah, 
at least the wrestlers in WWE this week get to exactly, know. and they did last week too. I mean, when we when we did the news last week and we talked about it, then um, two Drew days after and, it, people on yeah. Raw did the same thing. So, yeah. but the wrestlers had to do it themselves. Right. WWE didn't want to have anything to do with that. Yeah. So, and it, and none of it was really like none of it was overt. Overt. It was all. You would only know it if you're familiar with Brody Lee and his history. Yeah. So that makes me kind of sad. But anyway, back to this. So everybody's on the stage and Brody Lee Jr.'s there and 10 Bell salute and all that. So we had the Moxley uh, thing. That's a very sad video. And there's going to be a few of those later um, in the night. But Matt Hardy and Private Party are in the opening match versus the Young Bucks and Colt Cabana. With the Dark Order. So every match tonight is going to have the Dark Order in it because Brody Lee was the exalted one in charge mm-hmm. of the Dark Order. And then the main event is going to be Brody Jr.'s hand-picked team. Right. So this is pretty cool. So every match tonight is going to have... We're going to do fun mix-ups that we never normally would see. And we're going to align the Dark Order with the faces. And they're going to get along just for tonight. Right. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And Matt Hardy here looks younger than I have. I, I ever don't underst- remember him looking. This is scary. When you, yeah. I mean, remember when he left WWE and he was in that final segment in ring with Randy Orton? He cut that amazing promo, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Why does he look younger and in better shape than he did yeah. fifteen years ago?" I don't know how. He has that Benjamin Button or Goldust disease or whatever. He just keeps de-aging, but wow. Yeah, Matt Hardy looks great. Everybody looks great here. Oh, they all have Brody Lee shirts on, and Cole Cabana's crying. This is going to be rough. Yeah, it's a rough night. But it's a great show. Um, Jericho's on commentary, and he tells it like it is. Jericho might be an idiot, but he says, if you want to cry... It's okay to cry. If you don't want to, don't. It's it, it, This is yeah. all good tonight. Whatever your reaction is, is your valid reaction. And JR's a buffoon. He's dodging questions. He's not participating in things. I don't know if this is his phony way of grieving, if this is his real way of grieving, or if he just doesn't want to get in trouble on Twitter, but he's really not committing to anything hmm. tonight. It's real weird. Yeah. So I didn't like that. So I don't know what that was about, and I'm not going to claim I do. Um, But they talk about how, if you remember, everybody thought Matt Hardy was going to be the exalted one. Oh, that's right. And and it ended up being Brody Lee, and he was supposed to debut in Rochester in his hometown, and that was the week right before the pandemic hit. And then Uh. it hit, and then they were ready to do the debut, and it was like, well, we're going to have to do it at this whatever weird place they were at. Yeah. I don't remember if it was Daly's place or it was that one other place, but... It doesn't matter. It wasn't Rochester, and there there wasn't allowed to be. Um, there weren't allowed to be fans. Are it's a very exciting match, of course. All the matches tonight are. Um, but Matt Hardy wants to use a chair, and Private Party's like, "No, we're faces." Um, but then Indy Taker, I never know which one it is, and Superman pin, and Colton the Bucks win, and Colts, you know, the acclaimed come out to rap, and I'm like. Oh. Oh no! Yeah, what are they going to say? But Kaz and Daniels run out and attack them, so they never get the chance. So we don't Good. have to have any off color or anything, because only one person's going to do that tonight, and it's the perfect right. solution to all this. So that's good. Now Darby Allen is backstage talking in a video about Brody Lee and how much he wanted to. Oh, how much he wanted to wrestle, and they didn't get a chance to wrestle. Ugh. 
And all Brody Lee wanted to do was help people. And he never got to wrestle him. It's really yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Yep. Lance Archer, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson are a team tonight. Okay. Only against Eddie Kingston, Butcher, and Blade. Um, Archer has Brody Lee clothes on, like as in the yeah. jeans and the dirty tank top. Yeah. So that's the Luke very, clothes, very yeah. good. Uh, before the match, Eddie says, Brody, I love you. I miss you. But Dark Order is nothing without you. So we're going to beat you beat Dark Order tonight. <laughs> so he's, you know, he's getting into it. That's awesome. Another fun match. But in the end, fatality, Mortal Kombat finish, whatever it is. And Uno gets the win. Um, now we see pictures of Brody and his family and FTR and Arn Anderson. All these other wrestlers talk over these it's really sad. Here's the thing, though. You keep saying it's sad. It is, but it's not depressing. No, it was it was uplifting in a way. I just want to let people just, know in case they haven't checked it out yet. Oh, they should still watch it's, it. You should still watch but it. I think it's not like... I think most people yeah. listening to this already did watch it. Yeah. But it's just sad because it shouldn't have happened and yeah. it sucks. And then you think about things like... Okay, so what we didn't talk about last week, we didn't have all the details. So it was it was not... It was some rare lung disorder thing where he was shutting down and it was mm. bad. I guess it was so bad that he couldn't even be on a list for lung replacement. Ugh. Now, I've only known personally one person ever in my lifetime to get a lung replacement. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, about a year later, then they, they died. Um, mm. it, didn't, didn't, it, it worked and then it didn't work and then they, you know, it ended up that it didn't work. What's sad to me is that my what if for this situation mm-hmm. will always be that if he didn't want to keep now now AEW and 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 his wife and everybody knew back in October or November okay so they've known for months and that everybody kept it a secret it didn't leak out from any single person my what if always now will be with Twitter and everything the way it is and social media and the world we live in now. If he had come out with this... Could he have found someone who could help him? Could he have found someone that was, you know, dying of something else tomorrow? And yes, could he have found someone to help him? Yeah. And that makes me very sad because of how young he was. Yeah. So that sucks. You know, that's one instance where you could use your your platform and your fame and your whatever to actually save your life. Right. And... Because it's because it was a rare instance. It wasn't like Steve Jobs, where it's like he has all the money in the world, but he has cancer. There's nothing that can be done about right. that. This was it was a specific thing. Like if someone needed a kidney, and right, they were going to die. But now they we have that we have social media and whatever. Maybe we could find a donor a lot easier. Right. So everyone could step up, take a test, get see if they were compatible, whatever. But now we'll never know. So again, that's just my internal sad what if about this. Right. It's just, you just never know the circumstances. You don't. And it might not have worked at all. But in my mind, it was a shot that they didn't want to take. Right. And, you know, I understand. Um, So, Hangman, next match. Hangman Page, they're all tag matches tonight. Hangman Page, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds, the foil brothers from Dark Order, against MJF, Santana, and Ortiz. And MJF, first of all, he's wearing... The Santana and Ortiz colors. Yes. So they are really leaning into this. He was sincere uh, 
last when he talked week, about his grandparent when he was talking away. about right deaths in the family and he bonded with Santana and Ortiz now whether or not that's to get closer to them to take down the group right. that's fine but they are leaning into this and it's it's pretty good story um but MJF comes out and he berates poor Brody Jr. and walks up yeah. to him and screams in his face. Later on, he gives him the finger like he's <laughs> he's just all over this poor kid. And it's like, oh my God, this kid's dad just died. This is horrible. So I wrote instant feud there. Yeah. Um, oh, we didn't put in the news, but guess what? They were oh, other, yeah. other wrestlers were doing things like a t-shirt drive and all the funds will go to the family. Guess what? Tony Khan. He's taking care of everything. He's taking care of the family. He's paying for, you know, whatever they need. And he has it set up so if Brody Jr. wants to be a wrestler when he turns 18, he has a AEW contract. So, But the point is, he's giving the money now. Because nice. anything could happen. AEW might not exist, you know, in right. 20 years. Or it might be, the you know, the only company in town. And then right. we, don't, we don't know. Um but, but if um, it's still around, Brody, Brody Lee Jr. is going to work for free fun. for the rest of his yeah. life because he got paid up front. And I know everybody's <laughs> asking, like, wait, what's the kid's real name? No, his real name is Brody. He's not yeah. Junior because his dad's name right. is Sean. But the point is, he really is Brody. Yeah. So, um, but um, this is another great match. Oh, my God. And Hangman Page and Silver and Reynolds just work great together. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Hungy <laughs> is just awesome. He's just so good and he's so over. I hate to think that there's some bad thing we're going to hear about. You know, it's always like that. It's I like know. as soon as I start really le- like liking a wrestler, yeah. Then you find out some horrible thing that they're awful or whatever. Uh Wardlow cheats. Oh my god. Rowan shows up. Yeah. He shows up. He's Crazy. Eric he's Eric Redbeard in the Indies, so he has to go by that name, but yes. Rowan shows up, Very which nice. is which is um pretty amazing. And MJ, oh, so MJF runs over to Brody Jr. Like a jerk he is. Mm-hmm. He grabs the mask and snatches it off Brody's face. So Oof. now the kid's, you know, now he's seen to the world. Now we know what this right. kid looks like. He's a, he's a kid. We shouldn't even have to worry about that. Brody, Brody smashes a kendo stick <laughs> right right over MJF's head. <laughs> It's amazing. So we got his. We got the revenge. It's really good. Uh, Discus clothesline by Hungy. He does Harper's finisher and uh, Brody's finisher, and then Hungy gets the win. Rowan comes back out and cries, and it's again really, really sad but great. Now Eddie Kingston does a video package about how how great of a dad Brody was, and again, wow. Uh, Dark Order comes out. With uh, the women of the group, that's what, 99, that's Anna J and mm-hmm. Tainar Ty, Conchi, mm-hmm. Conchi, Ty Conti, um, and Miro and Kip come out with Penelope. And so the match is 99 and Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford and Britt Baker, which is a weird team. But it's a match, um, Queenslayer, 99 gets the win, which is the, of course, right. you know, what would you expect? But then she cries. Yeah. Because I guess Brody was teaching her all these things. And oh my God. Tony's in the ring to interview Britt Baker. Okay, this was really funny. <laughs> this is really well done. So she's like, Tony, get in here. Get in here. You know what? This is ridiculous. All these matches with Dark Order and this thing here. And our team lost. You put me with Penelope before. It's almost like the whole thing is rigged. It's like it's rigged. Big rigged. Wink, wink. And then walks away. <laughs> so 
very, very funny. Yeah. And then Thunder Rosa comes out and we have to get a pull apart. So that, you know, pushes that feud. So now Snoop Dogg is going to be on next week because, of course, you can't. Because I thought about that when we were going somewhere in the car the other day. I was like, how would you, when a celebrity, you've you've confirmed a celebrity on a certain date and now you've postponed everything. How would you even, you can't ask him to move. He's got to be doing something that next week. So it turns out, no, he's just going to be on New Year's Smash Night 1 instead of Night 2. So right. not okay. really much of a difference. Um, Young Bucks. Oh, and then all the other matches are still, still scheduled. The Kenny Omega title match and the, against um, uh, Phoenix and Young Bucks and SCU against the Acclaimed and TH2 and all these, all these other things are going to happen. So that's great. Um, so... This is where they do announce that negative one. Yes, he Brody Jr. has handpicked this the team for the next main event. So uh, for the main event, he's picked the next team. Sorry, I mixed up my words there, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Jericho tells a Brody Lee story from Saudi Arabia and a dog story too, and <laughs> how nobody this dog didn't like anybody except for Brody Lee. And <laughs> now Team Taz comes out, and it's your main event Brody Jr. dream match. Aww. It's Team Taz, that's Cage, Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs versus number 10, who's Preston Vance under a mask, um, Orange Cassidy, and Cody Rhodes. What a weird match. <laughs> it's, those were his three favorite wrestlers. Yeah. So he, he, he said, I want Orange, Cody, and 10 to be a, a tag team. <laughs> Tony Khan was like, you got it. Okay, we'll figure it out. Um, another good match. Ten get, ten ends up getting the win. So good. it's like that's amazing. But there's still like 15 minutes left in the show. Oh, there's more. Team Taz attacks and Hook comes in and takes out Orange Cassidy. So Hook got to do something. <laughs> it's Taz's kid. The lights go out. Darby Allen comes out for the save, but the lights go out again, and Sting is with him, and they're they're coming down to the ring together. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So we have the bat and the skateboard. Yes. Be- weapons that, that are hard board. to use against people. Yeah. So the real main event after the break is Cody's in the ring talking about Brody Lee. And he cries and he introduces Negative One and um, Amanda, uh, Brody's wife, and, and uh, Brody Jr. come out with 10 and TK comes out, Tony Khan. Brody's boots are in the ring. Mm. They talk about how they have to retire the boots. That's done. But TK gives Brody Jr. a title. The TNT title makes him TNT champion for life. And the show ends with a video package tribute to Brody Lee. And this is filled with photographs of even Bray Wyatt and Biggie and Becky Lynch, or as my notes say, Becky Lunch. Yeah. And lots of his WWE friends and stuff. Yeah, And anything that wasn't owned by WWE, and the pictures they took, they're all here. Good. So that was pretty awesome. It was a great tribute show. It was really, really well done. Very emotional. um, just, Just very well done. Because that's what you do. You do this. Well, it's a unique thing. It's not often that active and that's talent the thing. dies. Right. And that's why you do it. Because it is that. It's not some... Anyway. Yeah. I don't want to get into that again. But, um, okay, I have an email here. Okay. From Ian. A-W Ian. Because now we have two Ians. Five Ians, I think, listen to the show. I think 10 Ians. Um, Hey, guys, I wanted to write in about this week's Dynamite, but I don't know how to express my feelings. It was nearly impossible for me to review objectively because I was 
it was an event that I felt I felt rather than thought about. This wasn't a wrestling show as much as it was awake. So instead, I wanted to talk about how the show made me feel. I've only cried twice this year. The first time was in March when the stress of transitioning to lockdown overwhelmed me. Mm. After that, excuse me, I built a wall around my feelings to stop this year destroying me. That's what you do. Um, I didn't even cry when my mother-in-law died last month, although I wanted Sorry. to. Yeah, it's... um. This week watching Dynamite, I cried. It was a beautiful show that spoke to me of love and loss and loyalty. It was a celebration not just of Brody Lee, but of everything he embodied in wrestling. I've loved Brody Lee since his days in Roughnecks in Chikara. That's where I knew him. And was so happy that he got to break free from being Luke Harper this year and show the world how good he was. I cried for the loss of him, for how much his friends and family loved him, and for how much he could have done in this business. And in doing so, I was able to let go of some of what have been walled up inside me this year mm. awesome wrestling made me cry and i couldn't be happier that it did rest easy big rig thanks guys ian yeah yeah um yeah Brody lee is part of the old crew um i probably never talked to him and that's the thing he was a guy that would hang around but he wasn't around very long right he was in three different companies at once at the point i think he would go there. He would go to CZW Ring of Honor. I'm pretty sure that's right. But I barely talked to him as opposed to like Cesaro, who I could talk to all the time. And he right. was always around, you know, whatever. So I didn't have much to say about Brody because I didn't really I didn't really know him. Um, I only saw him hanging around a little bit. And that was it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, thank you for the email. It's been a it's been a rough one. Mm-hmm. But um, should we do SmackDown? Yeah. Talk about a rough one. Ugh. Oh my god. Frapes. If, if wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, let's just talk about it. There's there's no way to describe it unless we just detailedly describe it. Okay. Starts off with the you know just the still of uh, in memory of John Huber. That's the most they could do. Um, New Year edition of SmackDown. And it starts with a recap of Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens from last week. My God. Yeah. It just mm, happened. Thanks yeah. for the recap. Yep. WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns comes out with Paul Heyman and Jay Uso. Am I reading the right week notes? Yep. Okay. It's just every week's the same. Uh, Michael Cole thinks that Reigns is all about quotes about the Slammies. Yeah. I don't understand. He's Everybody that comes out tonight is trying to explain what they're all about. Yeah. And Roman Reigns was, he says things about this week about the Slammies. And then Kevin Owens, he's he's all about the, the never, not staying dead. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. That's and then great. Cole turns into Peter Brady at some point. Like, it's all He screechy. does. His vo- voice yeah. broke. I heard it. Seven hours later, Roman Reigns finally gets to the ring and he starts talking. <laughs> he takes forever. Um, he says 2020 was a rough year, as we all know. But when you're a tribal chief, you make it work. <laughs> okay. I guess that's what I was missing. Uh, he saved, He says he saved Heyman after Heyman was discarded. Wow. And thrown away. Um, and he calls Heyman genuine and honest. <laughs> okay, great. that's hilarious. Yeah. And he says that Jay is a prime example of what Roman can do. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Okay. That is what he said. Kevin Owens comes out and he's hopping mad again. And 
Roman Roman says that Owens is a roach that won't die or go away. Yeah, he won't die or go away, but he yeah. wants to eat crumbs. What is that? Ah, they're stuck, <laughs> stuck between my toes. Help, Joe. Help, help, help. Oh. Sorry. How is that real? The cord. Sorry. Microphone cord got stuck. Freaked I thought you were saying out. there were crumbs on your feet. Uh, like that. I know. It was right when I was talking about the roach, and so it, it freaked me out. Oh, okay, right. sorry. Jermaine was. Jermaine <laughs> says he was genuine enough to give Owens a payday at the pay per view. Like a candy bar? Um, I think at the actual payday, but I would also take. Oh. Um, they're both good. The candy bar. It's both, one of my favorite candy good. bars. Um, wonderful. Roman says that this is Jay's time, so Owens needs to quit being selfish. And Kevin points out that him being out there tonight means, or yeah, tonight means that Reigns and the family failed because oh, he's right. not dead. He's not dead. Yeah, they didn't end him, and Reigns should be embarrassed that Jay had to interfere hmm. at TLC. Okay. Owens doesn't want anything to do with Rowan tonight or Roman tonight because he wants Jay Uso. Okay. And Jay is going to pay. Uh-huh. So Owens obviously is demanding a match tonight. We'll see All how right. that works out. Okay. I don't see why it wouldn't. What's Why can't we have that match? I don't know. It's not a pay-per-view we have to match. Check with the powers that be. Okay. There are no powers that be there. No. International champion Big E comes out. It's not Intercontinental, Chalk maybe? What did I say? International. That's also what I typed. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> Still having some cognitive issues. It's okay. okay. Big E is taking on King Corbin tonight after the commercial. Oh boy. And actually, after the commercial, Corbin comes out with the not so lone wolves, oh, whatever lie. their names are. The two guys the that heck? look like female lions. So the Blake and Cutler and yes. they Yeah, they're creepy. Um but this this is Is this how you want to start SmackDown? I thought Roman was how he started SmackDown. Okay, then you start with talking, which was really incoherent. And usually I like Roman Reigns talking first, but it was a little rambly even for me. It was. And now to go to a Baron Corbin match, maybe this isn't the best idea. Yeah. Sami Zayn's on commentary, though, so that's good. I always like Sami on commentary. Yeah, he's funny. Big E is wearing a Brody armband, Aww. as are a number of other superstars throughout the night. Yeah, like we said last week on Raw. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And Big E in this match does the gator roll Aww. in honor of Brody. So that's nice, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole mentions that Sammy's trophies are made out of soup cans. He does. He says it. So finally, <laughs> two weeks in, they, yeah. they acknowledge it. So this is a match, but it ends pretty quickly with big ending. Um well, no, think, it doesn't. You think you it think does. think it does. Because it, it happens. Is, yeah, big and ending. it's about to be over. But then Sammy jumps in, and it's a disqualification. <sighs> and then it quickly turns into a three-on-one beatdown. And Apollo comes out for the save. And he nearly kills one of the wolves. And then he tosses everyone else out like it's a rumble or something. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Then we get a Legends Raw commercial or a Raw oh, Legends commercial or whatever. That, how many lies were on that commercial? I don't All? know. They promised a lot of people. About a third of them? More lies. One third. That's a lot. Yeah. And we're not even talking like it didn't work out because of COVID or some other thing. We're talking people. We'll t- we'll say it during Raw, but okay. people just didn't didn't show up and they didn't even know they were scheduled. Yeah. So isn't didn't that happen with Xavier one time where mm-hmm. he was supposed to do something? He was supposed to return. Excuse me, to talking smack, and then they had to quick do a different thing because he was like, "That's nice. Nobody told me." Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Oh, come back from commercial. And he said, that happens here. Yeah. yeah. 
Come back uh, from commercial already in progress. Tag match Big E and Apollo versus Sammy and King Corbin. Oh my God. Which is just as bad as plain old Big E versus plain old Corbin. It's a match. Deep six to Big E. Um, Zane and the Wolves argue at ringside. This match is a mess. Sammy Zane's trying to control the 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 wolf faces. Yeah. Why? And Why would they listen to him? I know. And if they had listened to him, then Sammy would have been disqualified. Right. So I don't even understand the point of any of this. Corbin and the pups abandon Sammy, and then whatever that spin cycle power power bomb thing is, and Cruz and Biggie win. Out, spin out power bomb. Oh, okay. That's it. Spin cycles Jeff Kabu. Oh, did I they call it Spin Cycle on there? I did. Okay, yeah, that's a different move, but yeah. Okay. Well, still. Um, faces win. Later on tonight, we're going to get Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair versus Bailey and Carmella. Is this all like Reginald. fake tag teams match night? It is. Is that where we are? I think so. Cole says the faces, are, well, he doesn't say the faces, but basically he says the faces are going to extract payback. Oh, my Listen, God. Dude, it's exact, exact. and you, you say extract every time you try to make that statement, so maybe just don't try to make that statement. Hey, Cole, if you're talking about, like, they're trying to extract money from him, then you got it. Other than that, you can't you can't extract revenge some, from someone. And then also tonight, Daniel Bryan and Otis versus Cesaro and Nakamura. Another fake... Otis and Daniel Bryan? What? I don't know. Fake I'm tag just, team night. Yeah. I'm just disgusted. Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn. Apollo Crews and Big E. What, what is this? I don't know. They threw this show together. This was this is not anything. This is nothing. Kevin Owens is in the back. He is talking to Adam Pierce and he asks for a match. And he's been making matches anyway, so I don't understand why this is any kind of issue. But Adam Pierce is like, you know I can't make that match. Right. Why? He says, you wait, know dude? why? What? Maybe, I didn't know you could make a match. But, but he made it seem like, not that he couldn't make matches, but he couldn't make this match. I think he's afraid of Roman Reigns. He's afraid Reigns. of Roman Reigns, but they yeah. don't get to that till later. Yeah. And then Pierce says Owens can have it and have anyone except Jay Uso. So Owens outsmarts him and says, okay, I want Roman I, Reigns then. <laughs> you got to have one of the faces on these shows be smart. Yeah. And so then Pierce says, whatever, you can have you can have Uso. Fine. Uh-huh. So, and it's actually kind of easy. Yeah. Then we get more Big E and Apollo. This time they're walking and talking. And Kayla stops them for an interview. And Big Enid, according to my notes, hmm. uh, is going to be a fighting champion. And he's going to issue an open challenge next week. But oh. Apollo interrupts and says he's going to challenge for well, it. He's a smart face, too. Yes. Then. And they make, at first it seems like he's being antagonistic, but then they laugh and they do the crazy laugh thing. Yeah. The question is, are we, is this heel Apollo? Is that what this is, really? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Already in the ring with the Riot Squad. Oh, my God. Versus what? Billy Kay and Tamina. What? And I'm like, wow. Rule of threes. First week was Billy Kay and Natalia. Then it's Billy Kay and Tamina. Now it's Billy Kay and and then I went. There's no other woman right. on this show. There's they can't do anything. Right. So it looks like Billy Kay and Tamina, but then Natalia is just standing there, and then her music hits, and then we find out no, it, Billy Kay's not even in this match. It's Tamina and Natalia with Billy Kay on the side. So Billy K- and the commentators are like, "Wait, so Billy's not wrestling?" I don't understand what's happening. So they don't even know. And then they assume Billy Kay's the manager. 
Right. Wow. Quality. It's another messy match. But, oh, my God. But then match. Billy Kay starts cheering on the Riot Squad and oh. telling them what to do. Well, don't forget, this all originally started on either a pre-show or talking. It's one of those uh, okay. stupid talk things where Billy Kay wanted to be part of the Riot Squad. Yes. And impress them or whatever. But she wants to be part of everything. She gives her uh, resume to everyone, dumb. so I don't understand. Yeah, I like the Billy Kay character, but this is really a waste. Yeah. Roll up, Liv pins Tamina, and Billy leaves with the Riot Squad. Yep. Although I'm not sure the Riot Squad is aware no, of it. No, they're like, Billy's what is going on? Yeah. yeah. Next up, SmackDown Women's Champ Sasha Banks comes out, and we go to commercial, and she stands there and dances for a long time. And then we come back from commercial, and she's announced again, but this time as the Women's SmackDown Women's Champion. (laughs) That's what he said. Yep. Oh, they're trying to teach Sasha the word women versus woman. Wow, that is really inside right there. And then Bianca Belair comes out, and of course they're separate because they're not a real tag team, but the real tag team, Riot Squad, they were already in the ring for their match. None of this makes any sense. Anyway, these two are facing Carmella with Reginald and Bailey. Good, you don't Cute have that. as a button. Nope. Um, we get a lot of high spots outside of the ring. High five, go to break. We come back. Um, Corey makes a Mandalorian reference during the Sasha versus Carmella. Oh, yeah. Is that the, the best, first time best they've done deal. that? Yes. I mean, that I can remember. Why yeah. haven't they made a bigger deal about that? Okay. I don't know. Bailey prevents Bianca from using her hair to pull Sasha into the, to the tag. But Belair, in turn, uses it to smash Bailey into the ring post. So, that's kind of funny. Her head looked like it clunked. That was a it good It did. Spot. It was very clunky. Um, bank statement, but Reginald breaks up the pin. And he flips out of the ring like a diva. And then he's on the I'm, apron, and then Sasha kills him. I'm worried about the reason they're letting him touch the females so much and throw them around is because he's supposed to be small and gay. I oh, think that I that's don't know. his character. I don't know. Imagine Vince saying uh, a sommelier or whatever he is, is is straight. He'd be like, that's not possible. Imagine Vince having Sergeant Slaughter get a rose, kind of, from Angel Garcia. Angel only Garza. To call him Garza, only to call him a maggot. And you know oh, what I know. they really mean by that. I know. And that's Sergeant Slaughter's word, but they purposely put him yes. in that segment with Garza. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Carmella does something, I don't know what, don't really care, uh, and she pins Sasha. So, unfortunately, she's probably going to be number one contender. Yeah. Yuck. Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso tonight. So, we get that It's official. Official, even though we already heard about yeah. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Reigns, Uso, and Heyman see that match is announced from the back. So, they, they see it on the Tron oh with no sound. They only yeah. see the graphic. Right, they see the graphics. So they were like, who so, did this? Yeah, and so Reigns is mad, and he wants to know who made the match, and he tells Heyman to find out who doesn't appreciate him. Yeah. So Heyman goes on his little manhunt. Mm. SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits, this is out it. This with is it. effing this, microphones. Listen, 2020, it's not it yet. 2020 wasn't a good year, but it did have good moments in wrestling from different companies and mm-hmm. things, whatever, and bad moments from different wrestling companies, whatever. We are at the beginning of 2021, Mm -hmm. and if you take this segment we're going to talk about and you stick it in 2020, it's the worst segment of 2020. How is that possible? I don't know. But before we even get to that segment, we see Sonya Deville walking. Wait, okay. Great to see Sonya Deville, right? I don't care that she was in a loser leaves match. 
But that's the thing. WWE never sticks to anything. Leaves WWE. They could have easily put her on Raw. That's, but my point is. I know. Why? We, we all knew she was only leaving I know temporarily. That, but. They should never have done that as the story. Correct. Really poor. I hate when they... WWE doesn't stick to anything. They'll do a hair versus hair match and then not do the haircut like that day. So, yeah. WWE, horrible. This particular instance, though, I do not care. I am so happy she's back. I was happy too, but it's just another example of WWE doesn't know how to book anything ever. But she's walking down the hallway, which is apparently where all the superstars hang out. And they, everyone looks confused that she's there. Yes, and they she should. She doesn't say anything at all. When we come back to the ring, Corey on commentary says that she's been reinstated. So, okay. Yeah. Then we get the Street Profits. Okay, worst segment of the year and of last year. Like a two-year... Yeah. Worst segment in a decade. I don't even know... I can't think of much worse than this. Yeah. You know what's worse than this? Or it's a tie with this? When they copy and pasted this... And they put it on Raw and yeah. called it Ms. TV slash New Day Talks. Yeah. So it might be equal as far as most annoying thing I've seen in forever. Yeah. Street Profits talk and I despise them. And Dawkins plays the drums and I don't know why. And they're going to do 2021 they're, predictions. He, he's being the the um, Paul Schaefer or the whatever the yeah. modern version of that is. He's being that. And then they're like, wow, that worked out so great on SmackDown. Let's do this exact same thing on Raw. So listen, I'm not recapping the rest of the segment. You don't I have to. just tell you that Dolph and Rude interrupt and put us out of our misery. And then they kill Montez Ford's leg. But I don't want to see any of these four guys mm-hmm. at all. I was... <sighs> the Street Profits repeat themselves so much. It's... It, this segment, I swear, if you just turn the channel and this is on, you will, no one would have kept this on. It's bad. This is abysmal. This is them talking about having a talk show and what would be on their talk show, mm-hmm. which is also what they do with New Day yes. on Raw. Mm-hmm. It's the, do they realize they're doing it or they did not realize they're doing it with the copy paste? No, I don't think they realize they're doing it. Oh, my God. So then we go to the back, and Kayla interrupts Rude and Ziggler, and they are wearing Dirty Dogs shirts, which is what they're calling themselves now. And the shirt's terrible. Dirty Dogs is terrible. It's all terrible. They were wearing those when they attacked the Street Profits. And I said, is that a band or a thing I'm supposed to know about? And then I looked closer, and one one of the dog heads was blonde, and one had a beard. And I was like... Oh my God, that's like their tag team name that we don't yeah. know about. Yeah, they do refer to themselves as Dirty Dogs, um, oh and they my want God. tag team titles, and I don't care. Oh, it's bad. Daniel Bryan and Otis with Chad Gable versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. This makes any sense. Earlier today, we learned that Daniel Bryan and Chad Gable. Um, we're helping Otis train for the Rumble. It's gay match. jokes. Gay and jokes. And it's gay jokes and. Then we get the match and whatever, and yes, Locke and Nakamura, poor, poor Nakamura taps um, the week before Wrestle Kingdom to add insult yep. to injury. Mm-hmm. And then the three faces do the three amigos thing. And yep. that's 
that is actually kind of entertaining, but it's yeah. a two-second thing that's entertaining out of a two-hour <coughs> show. And the story behind why Otis and Brian are a tag team, besides that he mm-hmm. get the Royal Rumble stuff, because Brian sees promise in Otis and thought he needed a coach. Otis has one already. <laughs> why? How? How is this so I, poor? I don't know. Reigns is in the back brooding. And then Heyman comes in and he rats out Adam Pierce. Uh oh. Okay. Main event time: Kevin Owens versus Jey Uso. This is a good match. It yes, really it's is very good. Yeah. Um, we get a stunner and Owens SmackDown free main yeah. event thing. Yeah. Stunner good. and Owens beats Uso handily, uh, and then he beats down Uso, and then Owens cuffs Uso to the top rope. There's so much time left. Yeah. I'm like, how is this going to work? And Owens continues to murder him. And Reigns isn't coming out because he doesn't care. And then he uncuffs Uso from the rope. And he cuffs Uso's hands together. But they're really long chains. The long cuffs. So that's not going to work. Yeah. And they head to the back to find Reigns. And Owens throws Jay on a table. And he goes to frog splash Uso oh, yeah. from the risers or from, from I don't the know fan, the from fans trons or whatever they Fantrons. are but Roman finally comes out and attacks Owens and then Uso's handcuffs are so far apart that it becomes a two on one beat down yeah. in the Thunderdome because there's nothing stopping Jay and then Owens falls off of something I don't know and he dies and that's your smackdown <laughs> he goes through two tables and that was the end of that and a microphone maybe but it didn't look so great. It didn't look like a crash box. It just looked like tables. Probably there's something under there. But yeah. I, I hate this show. SmackDown was not good. hate it. And SmackDown's been, you know, a lot of weeks it's been decent. This was not one of this them. This is not one of them at all. The Street Profits. Listen. <sighs> Street Profits are a team which I loved in NXT. I liked when they moved up, but I didn't like they were being used as balladeers. Right. But then I understood it. I was like, okay, at least they're being used on TV. That's good. And then slowly but surely, the more they talked, the more I realized that I am annoyed by them. The more they repeat themselves, the more I was like, wow, they're just like the Usos used to be when they were at their top annoying level. Yes. But now we have a tie with the Street Profits and Ms. Morrison as the most annoying duo. There's two most annoying duos in WWE, and now they're on opposite shows, which means every time I watch WWE, you're going to get some annoyingness. Right. So I know some people love the Street Profits. I think they're very funny, and they like the Dawkins drug humor, and they think it's great, and it's, oh, he's hilarious because he's always out of it. And it's like, that's not what any of this was. This was just them not knowing what to say and repeat the same word six or seven times in a oh, row no, bad. for five minutes straight. I don't want it. And, that, Send it and then on Raw, Ms. Morrison do the exact same thing. Yeah. And then New Day do the same thing because they're imitating Ms. and Morrison. It's, 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 like right. it's, it's, it's three copy-paste of the most annoying things I could think of right now. Mm-hmm. So... Good job, WWE. You're so good. We're going to go into Raw right now. Okay. This Legends Raw was the absolute worst Legends show on any product, including TNA at the worst. I mean, this is the worst. 
I'm not, this is not hyperbole in any way. I cannot think of a way to use... It's not Legends it. Raw. It's Raw and there happened to be some legends there. If I went to the mall and I ran into Brad Pitt, I didn't go shopping with Brad Pitt. I just ran into Brad Pitt. This so, is like the legends were supposed to be there. Most of them, about a third of them weren't even told about it. And when they got there, they found out there was nothing written for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand. Great. So here it is, Legends Raw Live, I guess. Um, and we have a shot of Hulk Hogan's racist cell phone. No, it just says Hulkamania on it, but it probably is cell phone's racist. But anyway... I, okay, I don't understand this. Here's what so it is. Dumb. Here's what it is. And I had to watch this again today. I talked to Larry today, <laughs> and I told him about the segment. And he said, when I told, I explained every detail of it, and he went, I don't get it. What's that supposed to be? And I said, that's just it. This isn't anything. Right. This is not anything at all. Okay, here's, here's the segment. Hogan says, this isn't just an iPhone. This is a special phone. It's an H phone. Get it? The difference between my H phone and your iPhone is that mine does Twitter. Mine, do, mine and does too. Instagram. Mine does that. Excuse me. And YouTube and more. Mm-hmm. Plus, mine can make phone calls. Mine does all of that. Okay. Oh my God. Do I have a racist phone? You might. I don't know. That's the segment. That's the op- the open. Okay, that's the cold open, and then we cut to the the Thunderdome, and then Ms. Morrison are waiting in the ring for Miss TV. Here's what happened, because I found out the scoop this morning. Apparently, Hogan was supposed to open the show, cold open the show, standing in the ring, and he was going to tell you all the legends that are here tonight, and that they we have Drew McIntyre against Keith Lee for the for the main event. Okay. And then we have the opening of Raw. Instead, for I don't know why. I don't have a reason why Hogan didn't want to go out and cut a promo. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea why. Did he think that the people at home were going to start putting like racist signs up and stuff? Uh, like, I don't um, know. Like um, things against him? I bet he did. Because you can't control the fans from home. Right. I mean, they can. They, they're under the most control of yeah. those fans that they've ever been in the yeah, history of WWE. True. But I'm saying as far as if somebody wanted to get banned and put a Hulk Hogan's a racist sign up or whatever. So whatever. What I, Again, these are just my ideas. I don't know that Hogan thought this. All I know is he convinced somebody backstage. How about this, brother? I'm not going to do that. And he's holding his phone and he says, let me just cut a promo about my phone. This is what actually happened. And somebody went, okay. And somebody went, okay. And they produced this with graphics. Yep. Then we go to the... So, so great start to this Legends Night. <laughs> then we go to the ring. It's Ms. Morrison for Ms. TV. And they're, they have to then explain all the Legends things because the, the Hulk Hogan segment didn't happen. So now they're doing the lines that Hogan was supposed to say. And they're copy and pasting everything that the Street Profits always do in their balladeer promos Mm -hmm. and just doing that. So just saying what's going to happen on Raw. That's all this is. This is atrocious. Plus, they're doing the at the height of annoying 
versions of themselves. Yes. Where Morrison's this dopey sidekick, and Miz is just a guy that yells correct really loud, and he mm-hmm. just keeps repeating everything. So their guests, the New Day, come out. And oh, Xavier Woods flips the microphone. How how yeah. how Miz always changes it from a W to an M. He changes it from from a, an M to a W, so he puts it back to WWE. And Kofi says, "Look at this in my underwear. I have these notes for a show we're doing called New Day Talks. It's like Johnny Carson." Okay, what year is this? He says, "We're gonna do we're gonna do talk show and interview you, Miz and Morrison." This is exactly like Street Profits from SmackDown. This is horrible. <laughs> and just like Street Profits from SmackDown, they're basically just saying what you do on a talk show. Right. They're like, you would be the music and I would be the talking guy. Is this real? <sighs> Copy, paste, high five. So they say all these things. Like they say, New Year's resolutions, what would they be? And these aren't jokes. This is just words they're saying. And then Morrison says words back. But there's no joke written in there. This is not anything. The only thing that I find even remotely entertaining is that New Day are asking questions. Miz wants no part of it. Yes, but Morrison's dopey sidekick, so he's taking it seriously. Right, and so he's answering questions in earnest. The idea of that is funny. Yes, but not the players. These characters can't pull this off at all. Right. So, this segment made me hurt almost, <laughs> almost as much as the Street Profits on SmackDown. No, no. I think people need to just, you know, WWE puts up clips on YouTube. You need to seek out the Street Profits thing from SmackDown and the, the Ms. Morrison, Ms. TV thing from Legends Raw because I don't think they gr- fully grasp, unless WWE edits out the annoying stuff. On there, which is possible. And I don't think people do, fully then, grasp how bad this airing? is. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't think people fully grasp how bad this is. Anyway, so you know the Mac Militant Teddy Long comes out. Let me let me tell you this again. We've had two legends so far. If you want to count Teddy as a legend, why wouldn't you? Okay, then fine. So Teddy Long's a legend. Two legends so far. The second one. Not even advertised. <laughs> He's just there. Okay. Uh, he says, Miz and Morrison, you'll take on The Undertaker. Like he always used to say. So Adam Pierce comes out and he says, No, 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 there's no Undertaker. Yeah, you know what? I get it. That's funny because he always used to feed people to The Undertaker right. or Kane. That's hilarious. Why would you tease that and lie? On Legends on Night. On Legends Night. Where Undertaker could be there and right. should be there, but no. So Teddy makes up. He's too busy bathing with tigers or whatever. I think so. I remember that. So Teddy just makes a tag match with the guys in the ring. He doesn't even say straight up, so he's already forgotten the joke <laughs> about the one time with the voiceover straight up tag team match. Anyway, Miz and Morrison versus New Day. They announced, yes, it's official. We already knew this last week, but it's Drew McIntyre against Keith Lee for the for the uh, WWE title. And tonight, it's Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton for some reason. Okay. Shining Wizard. New Day win with a Shining Wizard. Okay. Okay, sure. Samoa Joe says that, oh, these guys in the ring had a good match tonight because everyone wants to impress the legends. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Really? I think you always want to have a good match. 
They're not I would parent so. scouts. My God, what is... Uh, okay. Wow. WWE, where There's one never hand really any, doesn't any, know what the other hand is up to, doesn't know what the foot's doing, doesn't know what the brain's like, doing. That would make that statement would make more sense during the main event mm-hmm. because of how they had everybody situated. Correct, but not the rest of the night. When first of all, you don't even know which legends no, are there, right? And second of all, there's no indication that they're watching. Absolutely. So they show us what happened last week. Meaning, the end of Raw. Yes. Was Randy Orton ready to burn Alexa Bliss to a crisp? Right. Okay. He was going to set a person on fire. And he's done it before, so why wouldn't he do it? Okay, so then what happened, WWE? Let's find out. The answer is nothing. Because we (laughs) cut to a backstage interview with Randy Orton. And he says, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't set her on fire. I hate you, WWE. (laughs) Okay. But hold on. His logic for it is like he doesn't know about the Fiend's character. So the writers explain to him, that one writer or whatever, Mm -hmm. explains to him what the Fiend does to people. And then he then relates that to what he... So here's what he says. He says, well, here's how it went down. See, I, if you remember, I faced the Fiend... Which, as we all know, when you face the Fiend, you change. And because I was already completely evil, then facing the Fiend for me meant that part of me did turn to face a little bit. So I had <laughs> compassion a little bit. Oh, God. You see, so I couldn't set Alexa Bliss on fire. But then he brings up the Oscar the Grouch conundrum. And if you don't know what that is, it's a thing that says you will be in an endless loop of Catch-22 pain in your life and torture because Oscar the Grouch loves to be grouchy. Yes. But then that makes him happy, which he hates. Yes. So he has hatred, then makes him grouchy, which makes him then happy. Yes. Orton explains that this is what he's going through right now. <laughs> and he says, so because I had that little bit of compassion, I hate myself so because I hate myself, I can use that hate. And then if the fiend ever comes back to life, I will use that hate against him. This is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is what they're coming up with. This is the story. What? Then, then he says, but right now... I think I'm going to go hunt some legends because I'm the legend killer. Okay, he's going to kill legends tonight, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, New Day are on TikTok. He likes to set people on fire, so he's just going to roast them all, right? Ah, that's it. Should have known. Should have known. Poop ball. Um, Excuse me. Burp. New Day are on TikTok with R-Truth. Angel Garza runs in on this video. And pins R-Truth for the 24-7 title. And Woods gets down on his knees and starts screaming like someone died. And I hate it. And this is super annoying again. We just saw the New Day at maximum annoyance. Right after Miz and Morrison at maximum annoyance. Right after Street Profits at maximum annoyance. I don't need more of this on a different platform. Mm -mm. No thanks. Backstage, Angel Garza meets up with Alicia Fox. And 
he's like, oh, Alicia, I want to give you a rose. And she basically says, you're an idiot. Then he runs into Tatanka, Mickey James, and Sergeant Slaughter. And he's like, Mickey James, oh, I'll give you a rose. You are an old legend. Would you like a rose too? And that's the thing. So I take umbrage with umbrage with this because yeah. she's not there as uh, active talent because she is active talent. She's still on the on the raw page. She's there as a legend, which makes oh, me angry. Real quick, we didn't talk about this oh. in the news. I'm going to talk about it right now. But that idiot that works for WWE and Fox and his own in business for himself the satin guy yeah that some people online love and some people online hate right whatever whatever your take on him is whatever but my point is i can never trust the guy because he works partly for right. wwe he can't so be anything he says i don't believe yeah. he's Unbuttoned. and people go where's his sources are usually right i don't care because i don't trust him now because he's work- right you can't be objective if you're working with the company you're reporting on. So anyway, um, he did this. He took it upon himself to make up a list of SmackDown roster people and grade <laughs> them all from A through F. And he decided to give, hold on, Mickey James a failing grade along with Kalisto. Let me back it up a second here. I went on, just to make sure, WWE Superstars page. It says she's on Raw. Yeah. So he he buried Mickey James mm-hmm. in a thing where you didn't need to do that. First of all, how do you bury someone that's not even, like, has either an injury or isn't on TV? Right. Whatever her thing is, I think she's hurt. And she's not on TV. So why would, what would you, what? Why would you do that? I don't know. And if you did do that, wouldn't you want to get it straight that of what show she's on? Right. So great reporting, first of all. But second of all, then Mickey got back to him and was like, uh, what is this? I'm an F? Yeah. Oh, so that's nice. So now she's on Raw. And, um, and a legend. And a legend. Oh, and by the way, uh, it was on the WWE Fox SmackDown account on mm-hmm. Twitter. And they threw Satin under the bus and said, this was all him. Good. Yes. And this all happened a day after she liked one of my tweets that had nothing to do with wrestling and nothing to do with her. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot about that. But she's on Raw. She's there. And Angel's like, here's a rose. And Sarge takes it. And because we know, never mind. We already said it. This is awful. AJ Styles comes out. Not with almost, as people keep saying wrong. And I've said that since the beginning. How could it be almost if it's O-M-O-S? But anyway, Tom says, yes, we found out it's Amos. <laughs> and he told us, it's Amos. Why does everybody keep saying almost? Right. So it's not Edward James almost. It's Amos. I thought it was Amos. Amos. I'm pronouncing it right. I'm, I'm um, emphasizing wrong. Amos. Okay, there we go. Amos, Styles versus Elias is your match. Again? Why is this again? Now, I had to remember what happened last week. Oh, wait, Phenomenal Forearm. AJ wins clean. So why would you do this match again? I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Let me ask you this. We go to break, 
and they show the same commercial that they show all the time, and it's the commercial for NXT. Mm-hmm. And every week it says live. And when you watch NXT, it says live. But NXT is never live. No. It hasn't been live in almost a year, maybe. Maybe, maybe the V maybe is silent. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Lie. Um, my question is this. Does USA Network know that WWE is lying about being live? Do they even know if it's live or not? Like, there's no way of them knowing. This is bad. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say WWE's whole relationship with, like, all these people that gave them all this money is mm-hmm. all based on lies. It could be. And I'm going to say when all these contracts come up, they're going to be lucky to get part of the money they get now, and it's going to have to be a bundle coming from one company. Right. Like Fox is going to get Raw, SmackDown, and NXT for X dollars, which is going to be less than they paid for just SmackDown. Right. Well, with inflation, maybe the same or whatever, but yeah, I... Wow. Also later tonight, it's Charlotte Nasca with Ric Flair, by the way. She's going to come out with Charlotte. Uh, he's going to come out with Charlotte. Versus Lacey and Peyton, the hot tag team that can't get along. Oh, by the way, in this by, back to the match, Styles Clash. AJ wins again, clean. I, yeah. Why are we doing this feud? I don't know. And then the answer comes in the ring. Because Jackson Riker runs in, swings a guitar at AJ, is about to murder him. And almost now, re- I just Amos? remembered... A moss. A moss. I forgot. How did he get in the ring so quick and kick that guitar? He kicked it and smashed it to pieces out of the air. How? I don't know. Because he's a ninja. He was big ninja. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a ninja. That also, he's a ninja. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And they have to replay it. He is so fast, I don't understand how that's possible. Yeah. But now that I think about it, right, he's a ninja. So, of course... Earlier today, network exclusive, Charlotte says she's in the Rumble. But okay. network exclusive, but it's here. Charlotte and Ric Flair come out, and they do the same thing with Charlotte that they did the other week. They make her wait in the ring while we do all this nonsense. <laughs> so backstage, Riddle tells the big show, you should try being the big bro. Did a five-year-old write this? I think so. A five-year-old on drugs? I was going to say, a five-year-old often... Five-year-olds often talk like they're high. Yeah. You should be the big bro. No thought went into this. And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, Riddle. So, Riddle leaves. He's like, I gotta go get ready for my match with Lashley tonight. Okay, bye. Randy Orton comes in. And he says, I thought I reached... Okay. This character that Randy Orton is going to be, now he did his convoluted speech backstage in his interview, but this character he's going to be for the rest of the night, I still, to this moment, Mm -hmm. right now, don't understand what's happening here. Okay. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. He was just told to go talk to some legends. He is a complete failure tonight. Yes. Hunt legends... Well, you didn't do any hunting at all. Talk to legends like an moron mm-hmm. that they probably thought you were drunk. Yeah, maybe you accomplished that. Because here's the conversation. Hey, Big Show. Too bad you're retired. Big Show's like, no. What? What do you mean I'm retired? I can wrestle right now. Yeah, I kicked you in the head, so you're retired. <laughs> I punk kicked you. So, yeah, I punk kicked you. Big Show's like, No. I'm not retired. 
I'm still, and I could still wrestle. I just, what are you talking about? Swarton does the goozle. He grabs Big Show by the neck like he's going to do something. And Big Show looks at him basically as like, knock it off, you idiot. What are you trying to do? Why are you trying to pick a fight with me? I don't understand this. And Orton just leaves. This is what they come up with. Uh-huh. This is their idea for tonight. Yep. Well, this is all going to make sense when he does this all the way to the end of the night. Right. And, and all he's the about legends to do- team up and like interfere in his match or something. Or he, or he's about to do this to Beth Phoenix, who's scheduled to be there. Right. And then Edge spears him out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's how you bring Edge back. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, they don't do anything because the, there's no thought put into the show. And they also advertise Beth Phoenix and then she's not there. Correct. We'll have a list coming up, so okay. don't worry. Charlotte Nasca versus Peyton and Lacey. Lacey in a box is the Penguin or Fire Marshal Pete or whatever his name is. Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. This is... I, I can't I can't stand her laugh that she does. Atrocious. <laughs> it's really bad. She wears... A MAGA hat, but it says Lacey the Legends, but she keeps the ugly colors. And then <laughs> she's a legend. <laughs> Tom, you need Tom Phillips, you stupid liar. You need to stop saying declaring for. You can say they declared they're in the Rumble. You could say declaring that they're in the Rumble. Lacey declared she's in the Rumble. Declared for the Rumble. Yeah, you sound like thing. an idiot. Please stop saying that. Lacey and Flair. Are having like a strut off or something? They're like they're like befriending each other. Rick Flair. I never call Charlotte Flair, so. Um, but they're having like a strut off outside the ring, and Charlotte's all jealous, jealous of her because that's dad. her boyfriend. Ew, I, guess. Ew, I don't know. Ew, 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 ew. And she attacks Lacey Evans just for the break. High five because when we come back, that's over. That's yeah. nothing. Peyton, okay, she will not take any moves. It's so gross to watch. Watch this Why match. Not? Everything people try to do to Peyton, she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. But she does it and then doesn't finish it. Right. So, oh, here I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a code breaker. Ready? She doesn't want to take that. Okay, I'm gonna do natural selection. Ready? She doesn't want to put her face in the mat. <laughs> so she just doesn't. And it looks like she's like she is exposing wrestling yeah. as completely the most phony baloney thing I've ever seen because she won't finish the move. Right. It's really bad. Um, but here's the finish. Lacey goes up to Ric Flair's face and she's like, Ric Flair, you're so great. Let's get a hotel room or something. I'm ad living. I don't know what she actually said. <laughs> and Charlotte just basically comes over and kills Lacey. And then they start fighting. So, Charlotte gets in the ring, and Ric Flair gets his revenge on Charlotte for ruining his dating life by tripping his own daughter so Peyton Royce can get the win. Okay. Um, do you understand that? Nope. I don't, because Lacey kisses Ric Flair on the cheek and leaves, and Byron's like, I think Ric was just trying to help his daughter. (laughs) And the other commentator's like, what did you see that we didn't see? What are you talking about? And on the replay, no. He, it wasn't like, okay, if that was supposed to be the spot, then he should be, dis- because remember, it was it was Lacey and Peyton, and, I mean, uh, sorry, Charlotte and Peyton in the ring, which means Lacey's outside the ring. If she's talking him up, and then Charlotte, and then Rick's trying to help his daughter, right? 
Then he's talking to her, but he accidentally grabs the wrong leg. Right. That's not what happened. No, it is not. At all. He watched Charlotte run toward him and tripped her because he was mad at her. Yep. Let's not pretend this is anything else because that's what it was. I just got an announcement that says, clean the office. Okay. We'll Um, be back. So so Charlotte gets in her dad's face and she's like, you stay out of my business. Yeah, like you were stayed out of his business when he wanted to date racist Evans or whatever her name is. I mean, Lacey, that's what I meant. Oh, they sound so similar. Backstage, Drew and Seamus are pals. And then Hogan and Jimmy Hart are there. And Hogan says, you know, I I like you, Drew, but Seamus, I'm your number one fan. Did you get the joke? He's the most white. Uh, This is not good. No. Whose idea was that? I, I talked to Larry again today, and you know what we both agreed? We don't think Hogan's ever watched Seamus wrestle a match ever in his life. So there's no way that Seamus is Hogan's favorite. <laughs> this is some sort of, of joke, a rib. It's not funny. It's about being a racist. That's not oh, really funny. But anyway, boy. maybe, hey, maybe I'm looking too far into it. You tell me who's Seamus's number one fan. Because I don't think that exists. Anyway, um, so um, Hog- Drew says... Wait. Oh, Hogan says that Drew reminds Hogan of himself. And it's like senile city back here. It's bad. Hogan is rambling on and on. And the young guys are looking at him like, this is surreal. This used to be my hero when I was a kid. He turned out to be a horrible racist. And now he's standing in front of me rambling on Raw. And I have to like nod. That's what I bet you that's exactly what's going through Seamus and Drew's head right now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Their collective head. Um. And guess what? Hogan cuts a promo on a black guy in 2020 because he's talking about Keith Lee. 2021, you mean? 2021. Thank you. And yeah, so so that's where we're at now where Hulk Hogan is allowed to is allowed to say, go beat up that guy. And again, this is all just all subtle horribleness. Riddle versus Lashley is your match next. It's a stupid match. Hurt Lock. Riddle taps out, but the ref misses it. So Lashley thinks he won and gets rolled up by Riddle. Yeah. So Riddle wins. And, okay, not only was that stupid, MVP's mad. But, once again, commentators are dumb. Tom thinks that was a clever plan by Riddle. Riddle, whose genius on day of the day was to say you should be the big bro, <laughs> came up with this elaborate plan to trick Lashley into thinking he won. Yes, I'm sure that's the, the yeah. story. And what a great use of legends so far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Backstage, Ricochet talks to Mark Henry. Mark Henry's in like an ACL scooter. He's looks like he has one leg. Yeah. He has his, his, his knee. Is, he just has a cart to carry his knee around because he's hurt. Um, but Ricochet leaves. Randy Orton shows up to talk to Mark Henry. Here's, here's the conversation. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. I'm in the Royal Rumble. Are you in the Royal Rumble? Why aren't you be in the Royal Rumble? And Mark Henry's like, I'm in this. Oh, right, because you're in a wheelie cart because you, you, you're you old. What is this? I don't know. Is this show to humiliate the legends or remind us how old they are? Because that's all they're doing so far. Right. Mark Henry tries to leave. He's like, okay, I'm going. And Orton's like, hey, where are you going? You better get out of here. Go. Right. He's just, he's trying. What? 
I swear there's no script. No, it's bad. It's like they just said, Orton, go back and find legends and make fun of them. Yeah. And and that's all he could That'll come up with. That'll show them. Backstage, MVP and Lashley are in an interview and they're mad and they should be because the ref messed up. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason Lashley lost. Okay. Mandy Rose versus Shayna Baszler is your match. Nope. Because of bad switching, high five, Kevin Dunn screwed up. <laughs> He's showing last week's recap, then switches to live with no transition. So I'm still thinking I'm watching a recap, right. even though I watched Raw last week. So if I'm confused, that means right. everyone's confused. <laughs> so th- now it looks like... Mandy's getting attacked by Shayna last week, but that's happening now. Right. So Mandy gets laid out. So Dana comes out. So that match wasn't real. It's really Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler. But Dana just... Oh, Dana gets put in the Cure Food Clutch right away, but pins Shayna in like a second. And Mandy flies in. like It was like a flying monkey spot. Yeah. She was like... And just flew in. (laughs) This is stupid. Why is this a thing? Why is this a feud? Why aren't Nia and Shayna... Why do they not even care to get those tag titles back? I don't know. Why is Wembley licking the tile floor under your desk? Gross. Backstage, Ric Flair's with Molly Holly and IRS Man. Oh, and they have some of the best lines. Molly smiles. IRS Man. He didn't even say pay your taxes. He said nothing. He's just there. And so they leave. Oh, Randy Orton comes in to talk to Ric Flair. And he says... Hey, Rick, you're old. <laughs> I knew Ric Flair, but this guy's not Ric Flair. You're an old man. Why don't you come out to the ring with me in my main event with Jeff Hardy, which isn't the, the main event, but it was supposed to be at one point, I guess. Why don't you come out to the ring with me and, and for old time's sake? And Flair's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no idea he what he slurs said. so many words together. I don't even know what he's saying. Yeah. And Orton's like, you're old, woo, and he leaves. He yeah. doesn't say woo, but he should have. Oh, that would have been funny. Okay, this has got to lead to something with Orton, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Most definitely. Okay, Keith Lee gets ready backstage. Riddle comes in, and he says, good luck. But every week, Keith Lee's super angry. Mm-hmm. But for some reason this week, he was a little less angry. Okay. And he was like, thanks, I guess. <laughs> Wow, the writers are on top of this. Okay, here we go. Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. Here's your match. This is where all legends are going to come out. That, yes. that and they're and, at least going to stand beat the crap there. Crap out of Orton. And they don't even have to beat him up. They stand there to support Jeff Hardy. Yeah. They never come out. Oh. This is just a regular match. Yeah. Byron talks about Jeff's homage to legends. Of all the times, all legends with his body paint. Jeff's wearing a shirt. All I could see is his neck, and you could see the word legends on there. Is that a joke? I is, there a, is there a YouTube video about this or something? I don't know. I, was I don't very know confused. what he's talking about. <sighs> I have no idea. Um, this Legends Night is a turd. This is this there I wrote terrible writing, but there isn't any writing. But here's the thing about WWE. At least they got legends from the last two decades, like oh wait. No, they didn't. From the last 25 years? Okay. Like The Rock. Oh, wait, he's not there. Stone Cold Steve Ross? He's not there. Undertaker? Right? Right. He's he's not there. Kane? Sean, Kane? He's not there. Shawn Michaels? Oh, yeah. He's 
Right there, like right down the street. Nope. Brett? Tri- Triple H? Oh. Bret Hart? They're, no, no, no. J- J- biggest star of the last 15, John Cena. Nope, not there. Edge? Edge, not there. No, no, no. No. Trish Stratus? No, no. Yeah. What? I, I, I don't. Okay, well, we'll get to the who's not on the show then. This match is pointless, but they're selling it as this huge grudge match. They're like, remember when Randy Orton uh, tried to rip off Jeff's earlobes on SmackDown? That's part of this. <laughs> RKO Orton wins. No one cares. What was the point of that match that had no tie-in to the Legends backstage? No, nothing. This is, this is really insulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucha House Dragon Party or backstage... They run into Melina. Oh my God. She dances with them in this segment is segregation. But the segment also seems like she was told, okay, the Lucha Dragons will have something for you. And then there was nothing. nothing. There was nothing to this. Here's the joke, though. If there's a joke in here, they're confused. They're like, did you hear? It is Lucha Legends Night. And then she makes a face like, what are you talking about? Yes. And wait, that's going to come back. Here's your match. Shelton and Cedric, they're the tag team champions somehow, versus the Lucha Dragon Pals. MVP's on commentary. Lucha's in a box. Earlier today, the Lucha spoke. They speak, and they're like, it's Legends Night. So they know what it is earlier today. Right. But then they're confused when they're with Melina and think it's Lucha Legends Night. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Hurt Business keeps tagging themselves in, and so now Cedric and Shelton are trying to play one-up. And guess what? They get rolled up by Lucha Pals, so Shelton's now gotten pinned. So MVP yells at them both and says, You guys suck because you can't get along. Lashley lost earlier. Now you both lost. This is not going to work. And Cedric says something like, I'm a wombat, and he leaves. I don't know what he said still. (laughs) It was something, but and it might have been the wombat thing. I think he was saying he didn't get pinned or something, but I don't know what it was. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Backstage, Nikki Cross talks to Tori Wilson, and Angel Garza comes in and tries to give Tori a rose. So Tori's like, uh, oh, this is actually this was the only writing the only they did, but it was thing. because it was obvious. But Tori lies and says, "Oh, look, there's all these celebrities down the hall, including Cardi B." I have to do an aside real quick. Mm-hmm. Cardi B is basically walking whiteboard on Twitter. <laughs> she is either really stupid. I think she's just really stupid. We if mean I read, the person who writes in as Walking Whiteboard. We mean the things no, that Walking Whiteboard finds. I mean, finds. the things he finds are actual... If you did actual quotes from Cardi B on Twitter and Walking Whiteboard segments, things, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Should I read some of them? Like, should I... Nah. Do that? Okay. All right. Yeah. She is... She's really dumb. What a surprise. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... Angel Garza, Tori's like, there's all these celebrities down the hall, go get them. And Angel Garza walks in the room. And of course, no, it's the boogeyman, Ah, and he's going to get you. So he runs away and he gets pinned by R-Truth, and R-Truth wins his title back from Garza. And then Farouk comes into the delivers line. Oh, Farouk! Not scheduled. So Teddy and Farouk, both bonuses tonight. Main event, Drew McIntyre against Keith Lee. So Jeff Jarrett and Booker T are on the ramp for like five seconds. So that was their appearance. The rest of the legends come out and they all stand there on the ramp or sit there in chairs and they watch the match. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm going to tell you right now who was advertising did not show up. Okay. Because there were quite a few. So, Can the, I make the, up the reason why they weren't there? Yeah. Or guests, anyway? Beth Phoenix. Kids. Probably. She didn't want to get COVID and give them to her kids. Candace Michelle. I don't want to do this game anymore. You can just name them. That's what I thought. Uh, Carlito. He said on Twitter, I don't know what they're talking about. Did they advertise me? What? <laughs> he did the he did the gif of Karen from the office shrugging and making fun of Jim like oh. Mm. <laughs> um, Eve, not there. Hillbilly Jim, mm, no. <clears throat> Ivory, no. Jacqueline, no. Kurt Angle, no. Michael P.S. Hayes, like he wasn't there anyway. <laughs> no. Wait, mm-hmm. isn't he one of the high five guys? You're thinking of Kevin Dunn or Brother Love. He could be in that club of okay, high fives. Okay, so I'm getting P.S. Hayes and Kevin Dunn and Kevin Sullivan. I thought all. Michael P.S. Hayes is Doc Hendricks. Well, I'm stupid. I'm going to sing that dumb song. Yeah. I think I thought it was one of the. All the same. All the same guy? Yep. They probably are. Okay. But anyway, yeah, none of those people on the list. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people on a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty four people. So more than a third Wow. That's bad. Yeah, that is. That's just WWE lying and going. There's no um, uh, oversight committee or, re- or regulations for this. We could just say whatever we want. Right. Wow. Please, someone needs to do some sort of class action, something, whatever kind of lawsuit you need to do against WWE for, for constant years of false advertising, and do not let them hide behind card subject to change when they purposely knew that it would, wouldn't would ever be that card to begin with. Yeah. Because otherwise, they can get away with anything. Please, someone do this. We're in the internet age. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So anyway, it's the main event. Lots of missing people. Lots of bait and switch advertising lines. Keith Lee goes through a table and almost dies just for go to break yeah. high five. That's, That's it. Short. Yeah. Then Keith Lee does Spanish fly off the top rope. That was I bet awesome. It was. I bet he got yelled at for it. Probably. He had to go back to big man school. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Claymore. Drew retains. It's a good match, but I wish I cared. But I yeah. knew the title had zero chance to change hands, so I didn't really care. Drew's about to cut a promo. The one surprise of the night. Yeah. The one thing that was that was not scheduled. Goldberg returns. Which, the WrestleMania plans that I have have Goldberg against Roman Reigns. Right. But, Goldberg's here. He goes to the ring. He says, Drew, you are great. But you don't got respect from legends. I talked to all them all night. So they all knew he was there, I guess. He's like, backstage, no one respects you. So you know why they don't? Because, because Hogan ha- said he did. Yes. <laughs> so then everyone went, takes. nope, you got Hogan's stank on you. Okay. So Drew says, I heard you hate all the legends and think they're old. The only way this storyline works is if all the backstage legends are super old and senile and they all told Goldberg that Drew said those things because they mixed him up with Randy Orton. Like, other than that, this story doesn't make any sense. 
you could say that Randy Orton whispered in Goldberg's ear. That would even be good enough for me at this point. But that's not the story. The story is that for no reason Goldberg says, Drew, I know you think everyone's an old decrepit fool. Why would Drew think that? Because they're, I don't know. I don't know. It's stupid. Then he says, but I want to match against you at the Rumble for the WWE title. And Drew says, okay, and then they're like, 10 seconds, Drew. <laughs> because they don't have an overrun, so they're about to go off the air. And Drew's like, oh my god, how are we going to do this in 10 seconds? He Here's Drew. He's like, uh, I would have probably beat you in your prime, but th- that's fine. But th- now if I try and beat you, you're like beating up my dad, so you're really old. And then Goldberg gets mad and shoves him to the ground, and we cut to the Stone Cold show on USA <laughs> because we've run out of time. What we didn't see was the spot next. This is supposed to be Drew stands up, gives the Glasgow kiss, the big headbutt to to Goldberg, and Goldberg gets knocked down, and then they're even, and then we go off the air in a stare down. So but instead, we just make Drew look like a chump. <laughs> instead, Drew just looks like a complete buffoon, and falls over, and then it's like, oh, I'm going to tell you about my my Traeger pellet grill. That's for that two, counts as for a two hours. Does that count as a legend's appearance? I guess. I what an embarrassment! This is a terrible. Show. Imagine you get people. From your past, from as much as, you know, 30 plus years ago. And you bring them all to the show, and then they're like, okay, what are we going to do? And you're like, I don't know, I thought you had something. Right. Imagine, that's what they did. There was no content on the show. There's nothing here, other than Drew versus Goldberg, there is not one thing booked for the future. Right. Which means that you, in theory, put a lot of high-risk people... Yes, together for no reason. Together for absolutely nothing. Yes. Yes. That's what they did. WWE is an abomination right now. Mm -hmm. They're too big to fail. And too big that even Xavier Woods admits everything falls through the cracks. This happens all the time, this kind of thing. Yeah, the thing that happens all the time when half that list of people or, you know, whatever, over a third of that list of people didn't get the memo that they're supposed to be there, but they were advertised. Yep. You know what WWE's going to say? That they just showed a bunch of legends and they didn't didn't say the names. Oh, good God. It was on .com, though. Anyway. Wow. (sighs) That was crap what what can be said um what can be said is um if you enjoy this program making fun of wwe um go to smartwrestlingfan.com and go to the bottom of the link bottom of the page click on the paypal link because we need a new computer and again for the people that for some reason skipped the beginning of the show and they're like didn't you have a computer drive yes almost a decade ago we did nine years ago it was yep we got this computer that we're using right now, nine years ago. It is now time to replace it before it explodes and we are in an emergency mode and can't do the show for some reason. So um, if everyone does the chip in, we can reach our $2,500 goal very quickly. Mm-hmm. If one person pays for it, we'll give you a wing in the uh, Smart Wrestling Fan Headquarters Foundation for Life. Yep, stairway under the clo- um, or, uh, closet under the stairway. If more than one person does, like one person gives the whole thing and then other people do the chip in. You each get a step. 
Then you each get something. Then we can buy a better computer also. But also, no one's going to give the whole amount. So everyone needs to do the chip in. Right. So I would appreciate it. Um, We suffer a lot by watching these shows. Yes. It feels like a waste of time. Um, Make it a little less of a waste of time for me by doing this. Uh, Thank you so much. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. I believe we're out of time, so uh, we, we're not really. We just I have nothing else we're to done. say about wrestling. Um, everybody, go watch Wrestle Kingdom. What a great show! Tonight's oh, show, yeah. um, tonight's uh, New Year Dash, where they reset everything. So that's going to be really exciting. But I wasn't going to spoil it for anybody. So go seek it out, watch it. You will not be disappointed. It's Mm-mm. six matches per night, seven if you count the Rambo, which is their um, they're Rumble. basically Rumble. Yeah. Um, and and you you'll be happy that you watched mm-hmm. it. It's just good stuff. Agreed. Sorry. Okay. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye everybody. Bye bye.